0: Being a new mom is hard. We get it.
1: It's easy to feel alone, but we know that's never how God intended it, so we want to welcome you to The Motherhood.
0: If you need professional parenting advice, clinically proven data, or study-based evidence, please let us know where to find it. Because here at The Motherhood, we focus on sharing experiences, offering encouragement and understanding, but most importantly, friendship.
1: We're here to do motherhood together. Hello and welcome back to The Motherhood. I'm Riley And I'm Bethany. And today we are continuing our little like relationship changes series. We talked about your relationship with yourself last week so if you missed that one go check it out. This week we are following it up with relationships with our friends and how those change with and without babies specifically. Um, Also just want to do a quick preface. Mm -hmm. Um, Bethany and I are both very much just like average people in average
0: situations (laughs) Um, speak for yourself no (laughs) so
1: when you listen to the motherhood you can expect some cars passing some dogs barking because honestly when we say we are um, amateurs Mm -hmm. we are very much that we don't have a studio we don't have soundproof walls we are just two girls in a bedroom Mm -hmm. with microphones yes so um, that's kind of the vibe here. Sorry <laughs> if it's not the most professional sounding podcast out there, but I kind of like it. I it's, think it's it's motherhood, and it motherhood gives us character is full of
0: distractions. You know, like.
1: <laughs> We literally don't have it all together. We literally record when we can, how Mm -hmm. we can, and sometimes that sounds wonderful, and sometimes it's during rush hour, and cars pass, and life
0: happens. And that made me think of how I spilled coffee on myself again this week, and last time we recorded, I spilled coffee on my shirt. So just to to add into that fashion of chaos, I thought I would add that.
1: (laughs) But with that disclaimer, um, we're going to jump into today's topic. Again, it's relationships with our friends. Um, we kind of want to touch on what our relationships, as far as friendships, mm-hmm. used to look like. Yeah. How motherhood has kind of changed those and what they look like now. And hopefully you guys can relate to some of it. Um, but yeah, let's just yeah. jump right
0: in. Yeah, I would think I would think we'd have hopefully a lot of people that can relate. Because I feel like friendships is kind of one of those like common threads or themes that I think a lot of moms talk about. Because it truly does become hard and we don't want this to be or sound like a negative episode because we always want to remind ourselves they can change for change doesn't always have to be negative exactly I know some people don't like change but it's not always change is not always a negative thing
1: exactly and from that I think typically with just about any change you're gonna see both sides I don't think there's a lot of change in your life that is 100% good or 100% I guess I'll say positive and negative. Yeah. But yeah, so, so. you know, just take it for what it's worth, I guess.
0: So what, I know we kind of want to talk about what friendships were like before we specifically became moms. Mm -hmm. So I think friendships before children, I dare to say were a little bit easier. Right. (laughs) Just because, again, you had flexibility in terms of hanging out or even texting or catching up. It's like... You didn't have the crazy
1: schedules and yeah. wake windows to try to
0: plan around. Yeah, you weren't you weren't necessarily on a time limit or crunch when it came to hanging mm-hmm. out. You weren't trying to get back for nap times. Mm-hmm. Or you could just sit and talk and be present with each other and not have to worry about what your children were getting into or, right. you know, things like that. And going to say it while I'm thinking about it, but like... Obviously, I think friendships change with time. Friendships go through seasons. Like, it's not just if we were to sit here and talk about our relationships in the past even five years. I would say there will be changes. And those changes are probably not only from us becoming moms. You know, they change because we're in different seasons of lives. You know, friends move away. Like, all these changes aren't specifically because we have had kids. Yeah. Is what I'm trying to say there's a lot in life that changes throughout your relationships, especially your friendships.
1: Right. And I feel like in regards to this episode, it's probably going to be mostly motherhood because, hey, it's kind of the name of the podcast. Yeah. But um, just know that, you know, maybe even if you aren't a mom, you can still kind of relate to some of these changes. And I think the biggest hurdle for me to get over is that it's okay. Yeah. Like, it's literally part of life. But knowing that we're still yeah. going to talk about it. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. And I'm sure we'll circle back to that because that yeah. That's a hard one for me too, but yeah, I think it was just in my mind it was <laughs> sometimes it's hard for me to recollect what friendships what life was like before kids, right. but Yeah, in my mind it was just easier. Like I remember being able to keep up with friends much more easier, you know, mm-hmm. like it wasn't like hey, we haven't talked in a week or a few weeks. Like how's life been? It's like probably texting more often you know like hanging out was just more simpler you know you could just jump up and go shopping if you wanted with your friends or go out to eat or Mm -hmm. you know it it just felt I guess easier
1: right and I think you know I mentioned this in the last episode too I think what a lot of people don't realize specifically the non-moms out there is that there's a huge mental load with motherhood Mm. that makes everything harder Mm -hmm. so you have the mental weight which is, again, its own topic. There's a podcast epi- podcast episode on it. Mm-hmm. You have the physical um, challenges. Mm-hmm. Like physically just, dragging another person yeah. out.
0: Or even like sleep.
1: You yeah, know? sleep. Like... And not to mention, like, if you have a little, little one, mm-hmm. you, you might be breastfeeding. And mm-hmm. even if you aren't breastfeeding, you still have to factor in bottles. Mm-hmm. And do you have enough, you know, um, I don't say ingredients, but like yeah. formula and, yeah. and water to like make the bottles. And like it's just you can't do things on a whim anymore yeah yeah and I think that's what's super hard too but it's also I know for myself um before it's like you have that ability and then after it's like I still want to be that present friend Mm -hmm. for people but it's really hard yeah especially um friendships where maybe one of you is a mom and the other isn't Mm -hmm. because one of you understands all of that and the other may not. Yeah. That's been a really hard one for me to overcome. That's a
0: challenging friendship.
1: Yeah. And they Mm -hmm. don't, it's like, no one's really in the wrong. Yeah. It's just hard. It
0: becomes a little bit more complicated in a sense.
1: Exactly. And again,
0: not for that to sound negative or to sound like those friendships can't,
1: well, Hard to hold space mean bad. anymore, yeah. You know, it yeah. just means it's just more challenging, yeah.
0: But I would say that's definitely one of the toughest dynamics or changes that come with friendships is like when you are the one who has had the kid, but you have friendships where they're not yet in that stage of life, right? You know, and there's just differences that can be hard, hard but not impossible to understand mm-hmm. on both ends of that relationship
1: and I have been on both sides yeah because yeah. I remember Bethany was the first one in our little like friend group like couples friend group yeah that had a baby and I remember being on now I've always been tried to be empathetic yeah and understanding. And so yes but there are times like I would wonder like Bethany why does Archer have to go down to seven yeah why don't you push his bedtime and let him sleep eight to eight or nine to nine mm-hmm but it's just not that simple yeah, like I you wish. can put him down at seven and he'll sleep till seven or you can put him down at 11 yeah. and he'll sleep till six thirty. like it's weird they wake up earlier yeah. when they go to sleep later there's such a thing as being overtired who knew it's insane <laughs> um and I guess just because we handle being overtired so well we assume yeah. the baby should too and yeah. they simply do not
0: I this is a side note but I always even remember the time you told me about how we would like drive in a car to go somewhere and before you were like, I don't get why she's trying to keep him awake in the yes. car or whatever. And you were like, I understand now because like you were just trying to like keep him awake so he would like meet his nap time or, whatever. you know, right, like I just right. even remember you saying stuff like that. That was like,
1: I get it now. And then I, I would <laughs> feel guilty because we would go somewhere and you were like, I'll drive, I'll drive, I'll drive because the car seat was in there. And now as a mom, I know what a pain like, in the bottom it like, is I to get move the car seat. Yes, yes. And like, it's just little things that again... I was never like, I never had ill intent, yeah. but it's things that you wonder. Yeah. Like, yeah. cause you always hear like a baby should come into your life and do things the way that you guys do it, mm-hmm. not the other way around. Mm-hmm. So as a friend, it's like, well, this is the way we did things. Yeah. Why so are they it, different? Yeah. Like yeah. that's, you know, Bethany, that's not what they say to do, you Yeah, know? yeah. But once you're a mom, it's like, you totally understand. And so now I'm able to take that And hopefully the friendships that I have with Mm non-moms, when and if, you know, obviously it's a personal decision, but if they decide to become moms, then how cool is it going to be for me to get to offer grace and not be like, told you so, but to be like, yeah, I I get it. They rock your world. How can I support you in this season? I've
0: been there. I've been there. Yeah. And that's such a great point. Yeah. I think another, another way that they change and even, um how and why they change is like I know for me specifically it's just like I touched on you know before feeling like I could keep up with friends better and you know I have since I moved a few years ago I have a lot of friends in different states Mm -hmm. and so you know texting or calling or whatever is the only way we can really keep up and I felt like I had so much more of a capacity to do that but now that I have children it's just like so much more of my brain space is taken up by them and their that relationship with them and so it's like I almost don't have enough like mental capacity or like it's like my brain and my body can only fit so many relationships at one time at least really deep relationships so there's kind of that shift of like I might not have as much energy and time and even like emotional space to be putting in so much time into these other friendships because now I'm doing that for my kids
1: and it's hard Because you don't want to. It's not like you mean to cut anyone out. You never mean to make someone feel less important. But it's also like your kids get the best of you. Yeah. And so everybody else gets what's left of you. Yeah. And it can be really hard, especially for like close friendships, to like really understand that until they're in that season too.
0: Yeah. I will say, and again this is not to say it's the case with every person but I will say I feel like there's kind of a little bit more of an understanding when I you know I think again specifically of my friends from back home and those that don't have kids yet are definitely understanding but I feel like there's a different level of understanding when I text my mom friends from home and there's say a hey in
1: empathy and sympathy. yeah yeah I'd be
0: like hey haven't talked to you and they're like totally get it because my kid's driving me crazy too or whatever but like To text someone who doesn't have kids and be like, hey, I'm so sorry we haven't touched base recently. It's like, life is just crazy. And I hate for that to always be the quote-unquote excuse, but it's like, you know, I do find myself so much just being like, I'm sorry, like, life. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just life. It's like, by the end of the day, when I have time to myself, I, you know, it's probably time I want to spend scrolling on my phone, not being like, hey, let me check in on this person and have that mental energy to, like, keep a conversation going. Or Not to mention,
1: at the end of the day... You're just dead. Yeah. Like, it's not even that you don't... Like, I wish I had more energy to put places, but I'm physically depleted.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, I think there's just that... Like, I'm sure it's probably down to biology a thing that, like, again, it's just, like, those what is the word? Like the energy shifts. The Mm -hmm. energy shifts into the relationship with your kids and kind of gets pulled from these other friendships in your life. Again, not to say that it's like the end-all be-all of them, but I think it's just hard to navigate that like, how do I keep up with all these other relationships when so much of my time is spent into my kids or husband? How do my friendships still get that value too?
1: No, for sure. And I also think it's a season that is – harder with young children than Mm -hmm. it is older like there will be a time in my life where you know my child or children depending on how many we have will be independent yeah and you know they might go to a friend's house or even if they don't like it's just easier they won't take a nap at one point and I won't have to pack a bag of you know everything I might need under the sun for a day like it's just crazy seasons yeah um I do kind of want to do a positive spin yeah because I do yeah. feel like again we don't try to like dwell on the negatives we're just being real you know yeah. like that's yeah. and I feel like it's hard so naturally the the hardships are going to be what kind of like comes to oh, mind yeah, first I guess what, yeah. I was like you know but
0: the stuff you want to kind of
1: talk about <laughs> and I just feel like unfortunately we tend when we talk about change we tend to think about you know, the negatives mm-hmm. first, and sometimes you have to really be intentional to find the positives, you yep. know? I do want to kind of, like, bring in a positive change that I've seen. Again, we don't really mean to be negative, but I feel like a lot of times change is associated with the hardships. Yeah. Um, but one thing that has been super refreshing about parent, or about friendships mm-hmm. since becoming a parent, is I feel like my friendships have gotten so much more intimate. Mm. It's not, hey, who's dating who, yeah. and, you know, <laughs> Should we go out tonight or stay in? Yeah. You know, like, it's not, it's not, like, these, like, which is nothing wrong with, like, surface level, yeah. small talk, whatever. Yeah. But, like, I feel like now my, like, circle of, like, I'm an open book. Mm-hmm. And so just to have these friendships where I can completely be me and I can be vulnerable and I can come to my friends with a celebration or mm-hmm. with a, you know, major heartache. And just to be able to pour my heart out to these people and to know that I'm not going to be judged and that I'm going to be met with support and encouragement mm-hmm. and also accountability because, yeah. you know, good friends are also going to tell you when you're in the wrong, you know, um, or how you could improve things if, you know, you really are struggling with something. Um, I just feel like there's a level of intimacy and in friendship now and like to be able to know that I can cancel a plan and... I'm given, you know, like grace, mm-hmm. or um, to know that when we make a plan, it's like kind of loose. Like, hey, yeah. we're gonna go for a walk at ten. That really means ten-ish. <laughs> you know, if you get 10 there, ten to eleven, somewhere yeah, in that like range. Like, if you get there at nine fifty, cool. If you get there at, you know, ten fifteen, cool. Mm-hmm. Like it's just knowing that like and I think it also comes down to it tends to be the people in the similar season yeah I was gonna because say that's it's like they get it
0: mostly with your other mom friends right? yeah
1: it's yeah like... and I don't I don't mean to be in a season where if you're not a mom you can't be my friend it's not yeah. like that it's just like it's a hard season in life period yeah let alone when you factor in friendships and so I think naturally kind of like you said we end up just naturally gravitating to the people who are in a similar Mm -hmm. season Mm
0: -hmm. yeah because it in a way just makes things a little bit less complicated and while you were talking about that it kind of made me think like when I became a mom like you're talking about vulnerability and like wanting to you know talk about the hard stuff with people and sometimes there might be someone who doesn't always quite understand it but I'm like did becoming a mom make me want more deeper vulnerable friendships and I'm trying to answer that question for myself as I'm thinking about it because I would say I'm I've always been a person who loves vulnerability Mm -hmm. I love the deep raw real conversations and I don't know if it's just you know growing up and the change in age and the change in life or if it was like the aspect of motherhood that changed it but like I do think now, like, it's like, I want to talk about the hard stuff. I want to talk about the deep stuff. Like, I think there are friendships that hold special places in every season, in every person. I'm not saying you can only have deep, deep, deep friendships. But I do think I, like, now if I have the time and energy to talk to somebody, I want to talk about the deep, real stuff. I don't want just, like you said, like a surface level, like, kind of conversation where right. I have to put a lot of thought into it it's so much easier to just spill my guts and feelings out than mm-hmm. it is to like be trying to think of the surface level stuff without if wondering making is sense. this
1: too far to... yeah yeah
0: and yeah. like
1: I think for me personally and honestly probably you too but like I crave vulnerability as a person yeah but I feel like motherhood gives you that place to connect and it almost invites the vulnerable yeah you it's know? the
0: it's the thing you know that most people will relate to. And it's
1: something that you can't like I know that I tried to have empathy, but it's not until you get it that you get it. And so when there's another mother, it's like she gets it. Yeah. And I think that also opens the door for those conversations and relationships because it's stuff that we want and need to talk Mm -hmm. about. But Mm -hmm. like you know, there are some moms out there who literally can't. Yeah. Like they don't have their mom the people, friend group yeah. or whatever and like I as someone who needs to talk and needs vulnerable conversation, I cannot imagine Yeah. not having that.
0: Yeah. So maybe okay, and I know these are not the only two types of friendships in terms of like your mom friends and your not mom friends. But maybe before we move fully on to like our relationships with other moms, Like, how do you think we can juggle or balance or work on maybe just specifically our friendships with people who aren't moms? Like, what are ways that in this changing season, we can still kind of like prioritize those or make them a little bit less complicated, you know?
1: I have recently been made aware of ways that I could do better in Mm -hmm. that department. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, this is my answer to everything, but it's just communication, you know, because... It wasn't until conversations were had that I was able to pinpoint that or see that in myself. Um, but I realized for me, one thing that I could do better to maintain those friendships and to keep them going, I guess, was to kind of like, in a weird way, say no. Yeah. And hear me out because with a mom, anytime I have to cancel a plan, typically, they're good. They Mm -hmm. get it. They know what it's like to have a baby sleep too late or, you know, be in a sleep regression and you're just not physically able to get up and out today. Yeah. Like, but other people don't necessarily, it's again, you don't get it till you get it. And so I've realized that by canceling plans and stuff, I can actually be hurting some of my friendships mm-hmm. because they get excited. And what that ha- like what that does is it makes me look like you can't depend on me. Yeah, And that's really hard to stomach Yeah, because at the end of the day, They can't. And when Mm -hmm. I sit there and think like, oh my gosh, you're so dependable, you know, for this reason, but to her, are you really? Yeah. It's a lot to, you know, it's a hard pill to swallow. Mm -hmm. But I think that having those conversations lets us see things that we didn't see. Yeah. Because I also was able to share ways that, or struggles that then made sense to this person Mm -hmm. because they couldn't see it that way, you know? So it's, like, it's really just a matter of being very open, being Mm -hmm. very honest. And, like, I even had to say, like, at this season or during this season, I may not be the way that I used to be. Our friendship
0: might look different.
1: Yes. And, unfortunately, that might mean you have to give me a lot of grace. Mm -hmm. And if you're not in a season where you can... I'm not going to say we can't be friends, but it might be a slow season in our friendship. Yeah. And it's been very hard for me to learn to be okay with that. Mm -hmm. But I do feel like lately I've been getting a sense of peace about it. Mm -hmm. Because I think if you just let things end on a bad note, I don't want to say you should feel guilty, but I feel like more should be done. Mm -hmm. But I think if you both just sit and say, I need this. I need this. Literally kind of like a marriage, you yeah. know? Like, <laughs> yeah. And it's like, can we give each other what we need in this season? Mm-hmm. Because moving forward, I was like, you know what? I'll be very intentional with making plans mm-hmm. now. And mm-hmm. if I need to say no, I will say no instead of saying yes and, and then, then canceling later. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. I see how that would be hurtful. Yeah. Um, so that was a really long winded way to say, I really just think you have to communicate. Yeah. And I think that you can be very upfront and be like, this is what I have to give in this season. This is what I need in this season. Mm -hmm. Then let your friend do the same. And honestly, if it works out and you guys can plan things and do things and that friendship can work Mm -hmm. like great. And if it can't, I think you also have to be mature enough to say, you know, like this stinks and I hate that it is this way, but kind of have a mutual understanding that like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm big on communication. I think conversations are huge.
0: Yeah. It makes me think of this might come back up in our spouses episode too, but it makes me think of that one TikTok I shared with you that was like two spouses. They come home and they say, one spouse might say, Hey, listen, just got home from work. I've only got 20% left in my tank right now. And that's about all I have to give. And so the other spouse knows, Okay, well, I've got to do what I can to be at 80% to -hmm. like fill that. So we can both be at 100% together. Um, And so it makes me think of applying that even to friendships. Like it might be like, I just, I love what you said. It might be like, Hey, in this season we're potty training. And so I might only have 30% to like give to our friendship right now.
1: Or like, I'm literally homebound. Yeah. You're welcome to come here, but I physically can't leave right now. Yeah.
0: But just, I, I just love that so much. Like communicating like, who would have thought to just be open and honest and be like, hey, our friendship might look different for this season. And even if it's another thing I was thinking of is, like, um, just making the most of what you do have. So, like, being intentional. And intentional doesn't always mean you're having to commit 100% every minute of mm-hmm. your life. But I think being intentional with the time and the energy that you do have in your friendship. So, it's like, like you had said, kind of, learn what your friend's love languages are. Mm-hmm. So if you have a friend who hers is, um, what is it? Personal time, time,
1: quality time, quality time. Yeah. personal
0: time. So if you know her friendship is quality time, don't waste your energy, like texting her all the time and just being like, I mean, she'll still appreciate it, but right. don't waste your time texting this particular friend being like, you're a great friend. You're doing great. I love you. You're doing great. Like, don't waste your energy on that. Focus that what energy you do have on setting plans and spending some time together.
1: Exactly. Or if and you
0: have a friend who you know her words is or her love language is gifts, send her a gift. Don't just stri- kill yourself over trying to make plans with her. So and it's like, hard the most of that.
1: because we want to express love the way we receive yep. it. Yep. So for me, sending me a text message, letting me know you're there for me, that fills my tank. I don't yeah. have to see you. I don't have to hear your voice like cool we're yeah. good but that's not the case for some people yeah and I've also run into a problem um, where I know my friends love languages so I try to speak it yeah and then my problem is falling through yeah and so oh, it's yeah. almost one of those things though where it's better to not than it is to like and that's the the quality time is the hardest one yeah cause it's because because that's bit the more. only one that requires being in person yeah. yeah so as a mom with a crazy schedule or a difficult season, Sometimes it's hard to yeah. give that, you well, know?
0: But maybe that could also look like a FaceTime call or, you know, like maybe it's... Being
1: creative with yeah,
0: it. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe it is texting still, but it's dedicated time where maybe you're just making sure you're quick to respond. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like it's quality time, but maybe not in the sense of actually being in person, but you are giving them attention and like focusing on them. It's not distracted right. time that you have. And
1: I feel like all this... Um, I don't know if I call it advice, but yeah. everything we've been saying, I know you asked specifically about being, as a mother, being mm-hmm. friends with a non-mother. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's applicable to both oh, yeah. so far. Oh,
0: yeah. But yeah.
1: to go back to strictly if you have a child and mm-hmm. one of your friends does not, I think a very, um, I guess like another, I guess something else, you know, for that topic specifically mm-hmm. is I feel like sometimes it can be hard to, To kind of like, I know in situations people are like, oh my gosh, bring Indy. I'd love to see her. yeah. But it's like, if you do that, because your friend is probably going to love your child. Mm -hmm. You know, like, obviously. Um, If they love you and they know how special your child is to you, of course they're going to love them and Mm want to be their auntie and, you know, like, all that. And that's great. Um, I have noticed, too, it can be difficult in that regard because it's like, I'll always text the group with my friends that, you know, half of us have babies, half of us don't. And I'm like, are we finding childcare? Are we bringing yeah, the babies? Yeah, yeah, And, um, anytime people say babies are welcome, they mean so well, but it's also like a pressure because it's yeah. like, okay... Well, that means I have to leave by 7.30 yeah. to get home by bedtime. And that means X, Y, and Z has um, to happen. Yeah. We probably can't have a game night because yeah. she's not going to leave the pieces alone. Yep, yep, yep. And um, I think that's another weight that a lot of people don't understand. Mm-hmm. Because in their mind, it's like, oh my Just gosh. bring her with you. Bring her. I want to yeah. see her. And it's, it's so hard because that is so, like, as a mom, do you know how wonderful it is for people to care and love yeah. and want to be around your child? Yeah. But it's also hard because it's like... That makes it really hard for me to hang out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I also don't want to not bring my baby around my friend.
0: But also if they're like or if it's like even to find childcare, if you if you decide Mm -hmm. not to bring the baby so you get time with your friends, sometimes it's challenging to find someone to watch your kid or set that up, you know. Either way it's kind of like it can be a challenge.
1: Right. And it's that's what's so hard it's like and honestly though you know I said it was very specific to the mom who is a friend with someone but that still goes both ways you know because like
0: if you go to hang out with yeah we know firsthand when we all get together and have the kids we're not catching up as much as we are just trying to make sure nobody hurts each other or is putting stuff in their mouth you know it's like are we really sitting and being present and catching up and right you know with our kids there too
1: (laughs) so I guess when it goes on to the that same topic is like I guess maybe trying to make time for both. Yeah. Like, some hangouts will be, hey, do you want to come to the park and help me chase my child around? Yeah, yeah. And some hangouts probably need to be, you know what, I'm going to find childcare because we need to... Really, like... Like, connect, connect. like old times. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, and, and it's hard because, I mean, it's just, it's hard to make time for a hangout, let alone yeah. to do both. Yeah. The whole thing is just hard, honestly. Especially because... <laughs> It's also hard because you can say you're going to be one kind of parent, and then that baby comes, and it's so hard to stick to because yeah. you really don't know until, until you're in you're it. There. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. It's just, I feel so guilty, and I don't know if that's me or if it's a mom thing yeah. or what, but, like, I feel like since becoming a mom, I feel so much more guilt. Yeah. Because I want to be everything I used to be for everyone, and it's just so hard.
0: Yeah. And I know there's a few more things i wanted to say and i'm gonna to try to remember the other stuff i wanted to say while i say this and we're on the topic of i know a question riley and i have been really struggling with and asking each other even in the past few weeks i already know where you're yeah, going yeah <laughs> it's like i think that's one of the hardest parts of it all is like how do you be a friend to everyone how do you love everyone well even if it's not everyone it's just all of your really close friends how do you love them all well say yes to the things, be present in the situation, do all the things without either over committing yourself or like killing yourself and your energy. Like how do you love everybody well without killing yourself? You know, and it's like you want to serve people and you want to love people well, but like you find that you're spreading yourself too thin. So like someone might be getting the short end of the stick mm-hmm. and sometimes that someone is you, you know? So I know we have just really struggled with, yeah. How do you have all the friends, love them well and want to be the person that loves everyone well and want to be dependable and someone people can count on without killing yourself.
1: And this is where I wish we could be like, Well, we have some practical Here's steps. Here's the for answer. You, but we don't. Like, you know, it's still something that we're walking through when Very we're facing and and even like I said earlier, when you have to acknowledge that sometimes seasons are just hard and maybe your friendship does take a back seat, at least for that season. Even being okay with that is hard. Yeah. And like, I'm learning that it is okay, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm okay with it.
0: Yeah. And I think that is one of the harder parts is accepting the fact that you might not be able to be the best friend to this person in this season or like accepting that you're like, I know for me, for us being people pleasers, I want to be the best friend to everybody. Yes. But it's hard for me to realize, okay, you might have to take a step back from this relationship, not in, like, a bad way. Right. But, like, you might not be able to give 100% or even 80% in this relationship because that energy needs to be sent somewhere else right now. And And that's one of the hardest parts. And I
1: feel like we, like, accept responsibility.
0: Yeah. And that's where the shame comes from and the guilt is. Exactly.
1: And it's like there's nothing wrong with people being in different seasons and things being hard and, like... So much goes into it, but for who I am as a person, I am always going to feel at yep. fault. What could I yep. have done better? I have been a bad friend. And you know, I think what's hard is to an extent that's true. Because yes. like I said, I realized some things that I was doing that maybe makes me not the most dependable friend yeah. in that season. Yeah. But it's also hard because I still don't think that I'm a bad friend.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: weird. It's no, really I, weird. It's, and it's weird, hard. but it makes sense. And, like, I don't know. It's just, I don't feel like that is, like, Christ-like. Yeah. But it's also, like, I think you've said this before. Like, Jesus was kind to everyone. He loved everyone. But at the end of the day, he had 12 disciples. Yeah. But I also don't want that to be, like, oh, well, Riley's circle is closed and I'm not in it. So, (laughs) you know, like, it's. Get out, Judas. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard.
0: It is hard. And. Maybe, maybe in a month or two or a year, we'll have an episode with an answer to it. But, but relationships, like, think of our our friendships in even five, ten years. You know, yeah. especially when our kids grow up and we're going to be in a different season where we might need different things in our friendships. But, I feel like some of this has been, a, again, not negative. But all that to say that definitely relationships can change for the positive.
1: Let's go into some of the positives. Yeah.
0: (laughs) That's what I'm saying.
1: One major positive is that like when you become a mom, you find who your friends are. Yeah. Like
0: it's like kind of the same on one end of or one side of the coin. It's like your friendships, especially with other moms, can be very challenging. But at the same on the same coin, the other side of that is that they become so much deeper yeah and like
1: and then it becomes the friends that it's not deeper with assume that they're just not like you must like the other friends yeah, better and yeah it's like you just you really
0: can't it's help. A diff- yeah and I think even with your friends who don't have kids I think you find different beautiful things in those friendships mm-hmm. too like I know some of my friends who don't have kids like when they do text me and say, hey, I understand, or hey, you are doing a great job as a mom, or hey, I really want to see your kids. Can I see that? Like those little things are so special Mm -hmm. to us at the same time. Or those friends might have more time and energy to pour into you in that season, Mm -hmm. where even if you can't necessarily reciprocate it, it, you have those people who can give you what you need, even if you can't give them the same thing in return. So All that to say, there are definitely still positives to the changes that happen in our friendships.
1: Yep. And, like, you know, this one, I guess, is a little more geared to mom friends. But, like, one major positive we come over, you have everything I need. Exactly. We got the snacks. I can have a little applesauce. I say I for Indy. Yeah. But
0: (laughs) I can have some applesauce for myself, a nice little pouch.
1: But, yeah, I guess a couple more positives. Like, you really develop those intimate deep friendships and i think motherhood just like gives you a level of vulnerability Mm -hmm. where like you can have conversations that maybe you wouldn't have had before and like once you get vulnerable on like that level that leads to being vulnerable in other places too i think
0: yeah i almost kind of think that like in a weird way becoming a mom really really makes you vulnerable yeah because if you think about what you go through in the hospital you think about all the people who have seen your body in the most (laughs) intimate parts of your body and the pieces that only your husband had seen before you know like you kind of just in a sense like let caution to the wind like you're like all right well i've been through all this so like what more can i have to hold back in these even just friendships you know you're like i think it kind of gives you a more vulnerable outlook on life um another thing i was just gonna say is that like definitely want to speak to again that i just think there are friendships for every season and it doesn't mean like you go through a season where you can only have mom friends or you only have like your non-mom friends, but I was just thinking about how the other weekend I went and hung out with some co-workers and we had a girls night and I think I was, there was like maybe one other mom there. We didn't have our kids, but like it was mostly just some people who weren't even married yet, again, like didn't have kids, but I was so fulfilled by that evening. Mm -hmm. Again, like it, like I think there are friendships for different seasons and friendships for different like areas of your life like I can go and hang out with you and our friends who have kids around the same age and be just as fulfilled as I can to go hang out with friends who aren't like they offer different things to you and so I was
1: about to say I don't want to call it a drawback yeah but your mom friends you tend to only talk about mom yeah yeah so it's really refreshing to go to a group of like non-moms and just be like hey what is happening in the world yeah yeah and And
0: just get to be like
1: i've been in my bubble
0: feel young wild and free again but yeah just that there is space for all of these relationships and again it's like i might like throughout the week be like texting you or my mom friends about the stuff that i'm going through or just about my day but every month or so I might have a girls night with my coworkers, and I get that you know I might not be texting them those friends all day every day but like we have the space to still like develop that relationship and like let it thrive but it might look different from you know me texting you every day
1: and I like to think of friendship as not like a like I guess like I'm trying to think of like an amusement park ride for like an analogy (laughs) like maybe like the swings yeah where it's like the ride is going or it's off yeah it's more like for lack of a better phrase like a roller coaster Mm -hmm. sometimes you go through highs Mm -hmm. sometimes you go through lows sometimes you're doing that thing where like it's going slowly up the hill you know like you're and like what I mean by that is like I'm gonna use you know like I think high school into college yeah so like You go to high school, you have your friends, and a lot of those friendships kind of, like, fizzle out as you go your different ways for college. But when you're in college, you make some real deal Mm -hmm. friends. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, like, you're going for the same major or you're in the same sorority or, like, things happen that bring you close. And then, you know, from that, you're riding that friendship for so long. But then maybe one of you has a kid or two of you have a kid. And it's almost like it kind of you hit a low yeah and maybe you go down and then it kind of like plateaus and you stay down for a second and then another one has a kid well being a mom really bonds people mm-hmm. so then that friendship may skyrocket yeah and it's just like once you're all mothers or in a similar season again maybe it takes off again yeah. you know and yeah. like right now I feel like with especially not teaching last year like, it feels like, you know, a lot of my teacher friends mm-hmm. we've kind of not touched mm-hmm. base on. Mm-hmm. But, like, when my former coworkers text me, it's like, oh, yeah. And it's like yeah. that friendship is immediately there again. Yeah. It's just so many seasonal things. Yeah. And there are people that were on my team that I taught with that I haven't seen since I walked out the school door that day. Yeah. But should I ever go back into that position They would pick right back up, and we'd be friends again. But teaching is what glued us together. And in that season where I wasn't teaching, we weren't friends in that season. But then i come back, and we are. Mm -hmm. Like, there's so many situations where, like... Forget the roller coaster and the swings. Let's talk about doors. (laughs) Yeah. It's not... (laughs) a door where you walk in and walk out it's a revolving door yeah
0: or it stays open it's just yeah. the door is
1: always open yeah yep. yeah and it's a matter of when you're in town yeah and can come through oh there you go there you go
0: yeah I, and I think again I think one of the hardest parts of all of it can just be that you need to be okay with that yeah you know be okay with the roller coaster or the door the hallway of friendship doors yep. you know that and also making sure that other person is okay with it too, and kind of like on the same. Because you might be okay with it. You might be like, I'm okay with like understanding and knowing this just is just for a season. But like, making sure that your friendships, the other relationships you have with people, also are kind of, I guess, on that same page.
1: And the hardest pill to swallow is that sometimes they won't be. Yeah. And sometimes you do lose friendships, and it's sad, and it's not what either of you probably want. Mm-hmm but it's also again just learning that that's okay too yeah you know and it's life and it's not easy but yeah it's just part of it sometimes yeah i think this was
0: another really solid episode again i i just love that we can like just talk about this stuff and this is how we learn and like be better from it you know because it's like How else would we get to like this nitty-gritty without just being able to have a space to talk about it and process it? That's really what this podcast is, is just Riley and Bethany verbally processing, but hopefully other people benefit from it.
1: Right. (laughs) (laughs) And if nothing else, we just yeah, at least solve our problem or talk about our problems. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well,
0: I guess that was part two of our relationship changes series so last week we talked about how our relationship with ourself changes and if you haven't had a chance to listen to that episode I, perpo- I personally, and probably somewhat biasedly would say, <laughs> go and listen to it. I really loved that one. And so we wrapped up today with our relationship with our friends, and we still will be discussing how our relationship with God changes and also our relationship with our spouses.
1: And as always, you know, make sure you're following us on Instagram to keep up. We know we kind of took a little lowly season there where mm-hmm. honestly we just... Needed a break from social media, let's be honest. Speaking but, about
0: over-committing yourself to things. <laughs> right.
1: But we're back on Instagram, so watch out for a post about friendship and the changes there. And I guess we'll catch you next week with our relationship changes with God. That's our next one. See you guys. Bye. Thanks for taking the time out of your busy day to listen to us, friend. If you felt encouraged by what you heard, please consider giving us a review wherever you listen to your podcast unless you hated it, because like your mom always said, if you don't have anything nice to say, you don't say anything at all.
0: And to officially join the motherhood, follow us on Instagram at themotherhood_moms. underscore moms. We always have ways to interact and we want to hear from you. Have a great week.